If you're looking to maintain peak brain health, I'd like to introduce you to a cutting-edge new brain support formula from my friends at Thorne, Sinequel. If you're recovering from a head injury or play contact sports, you should pay special attention. Sinequel is formulated with the best research nutrients that support healthy brain structure and cognitive function. Sinequel's active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and help protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Sinequel for Everyday Maintenance and Sinequel Plus which provides higher amounts of certain nutrients for shorter-term post-impact support. For more information and to purchase Sinequel, just go to drhoffman.com thorn. There you'll also find some of my other favorite thorn products. That's drhoffman.com thorn for the essential nutritional brain support formula, Sinequel. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. Thank you for joining me. Hey, do you subscribe to the Intelligent Medicine newsletter? It's the Intelligent Medicine newsletter. It's free, comes out once a week. You can subscribe at drhoffman.com. Just go to drhoffman.com and click on subscribe. You may unsubscribe at any time. Last week, I talked about environmental toxicants, a risk factor for neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's, ALS, Alzheimer's disease. Last week was part one. This is going to be two, part two of these heavy metal risk factors for Parkinson's disease. Not just heavy metals, but all kinds of environmental Toxicants, we talked about lead in part one and cadmium and manganese. And at the end of part one last week, I was getting into paraquat being uh, an exposure to paraquat was associated with about a twofold increase in risk for Parkinson's disease. And another fascinating 2020 occupational study was based on access to over 23,000 patient hospital records with the primary diagnoses of Parkinson's and allowed the mapping of cases against known crop distributions and pesticides in Louisiana. Major Parkinson's affected areas were associated with commercial forests, woodlands, and pastures, and associated with certain pesticides, including paraquat. Now, the authors report that the extensive rural areas overlay the areas of significant potential, significant potential aquifer recharge with Louisiana, which would have ensured human exposure whenever pesticides were deployed. Remember last week in part one, I talked about 
the importance of getting your well water tested because our aquifers are being tainted. Our aquifers are really, they're, they're, we have to be careful with well water. So aquifers, we have to protect. And they noticed that in this particular observational study, that the aquifers were being tainted by these known pesticides, herbicides. Aquifer recharge is water that moves from the land surface or unsaturated zone into the saturated zone where contamination of an aquifer is a concern. Estimating the recharge rate is a first step towards predicting solute transport to the aquifer. So they kind of figured out that it was landing there into the aquifer because water will always go from an area of high concentration to low concentration, laws of diffusion and all of that kind of thing. So the group of pesticides known as organochlorines are most frequently associated with the risk of Parkinson's disease as they have consistently been shown to be neurotoxic and to promote oxidative stress. Wow. One of the first studies to measure actual pesticide levels in a case control study in 2020, it was a Greek Parkinson's disease cohort living in a rural area where the pesticide exposure was expected to be high. All eight organochlorine pesticides studied were present in at least one sample. The most frequently detected pesticides were, and they talk about these very, you know, hexachlorobenzene and numbers and all this kind of thing. Other studies have also linked DDT and systematic exposure to pesticides to an elevated risk of developing Parkinson's. Its extremely long half-life facilitates the bioaccumulation, the biomagnification of it, and its transport through the blood-brain barrier and into the brain parenchyma. DDT has also been known to cause mitochondrial dysfunction, a process involved in Parkinson's pathogenesis. So let's talk mechanisms of action and new research into neuronal cells. A considerable amount of evidence demonstrates that Alzheimer's and Parkinson's share common clinical and neuropathologic features. And that overlap between the two conditions is pretty extensive. Many mechanisms involved in Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, they may be the same, such as genes, tau protein, oxidative stress, mitochondrial dysfunction. And while the exposure to environmental toxicants like heavy metals 
in Alzheimer's and pesticides and Parkinson's have been implicated, their impact on astrocytes represents an expanding area of research. Astrocytes, the most common, the most numerous cell type, are critical for bro- proper brain function, in part due to their robust antioxidant and unique metabolic capabilities. They're positioned both at and in the blood-brain barrier, where they're the primary responders to any foreign invader of the central nervous system. And they're critical, these astrocytes, for the maintenance of lifelong brain health. Some researchers believe that the response of astrocytes to environmental toxicants is crucial to understanding the impact on the brain. Specifically, astrocytic metabolic dysfunction as a result of both acute and chronic exposure to toxicants may contribute to the breakdown of homeostasis and the attendant neural degeneration that follows. For example, manganese exposure results in cell swelling in cultured astrocytes. Now this morphological change is also found in Alzheimer's. So in the cell, excess manganese interferes with with a lot of different cellular processes. An impairment of astrocytic metabolic processes by too much, too much manganese, manganese to- toxicity, results in both direct neuronal dysfunction as well as secondary dysfunction derived from the compounding of these effects. And furthermore, disturbances to astrocytic mitochondrial homeostasis and their ability to produce to produce ATP, you know ATP, that's our energy currency, can negatively impact neural function. So evidence that astrocytic metabolism is important for the response to and neutralization of environmental toxicants within the nervous system is growing. While most of the research to date focuses on neuronal damage in cases of age-related diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, there's a body of evidence that supports a central mechanistic role for astrocyte mitochondria in the expression of injury to these nerve cells. So as the research evolves, astrocytes might become a new target for neurodegenerative disease therapeutics. So think about it. We need to care for the mitochondria. It's all about the metabolism of the cells. Intervention. Understanding toxicity and taking practical steps to improve detox, which is biotransformation, and the elimination of toxicants. This is essential. And these are critical things that we need to take heed of in functional medicine and nutrition in that approach to health and well-being, right? Because functional medicine 
educates clinicians about the biochemistry and genetics of detox pathways, biotransformation pathways, they are called. So the connection between organ system dysfunction and potential toxic exposures, right? And then, of course, the various personalized treatment approaches. Treatments for people concerned about toxic exposures may include support of mitochondrial health and concurrent consideration of multiple lifestyle factors, including nutritional exercise. So how do we support mitochondrial health? What causes our mitochondria to grow and expand? A fat-burning metabolism, which employs the mitochondria, because a fat-burning metabolism is what increases ATP, our energy currency. But before we go there, let's talk about some probiotic therapies that are being discussed. Some probiotics possess antimicrobial abilities, and some studies suggest they may reduce pathogenic toxins and produce antimicrobial metabolites, you know, short-chain fatty acids, secondary bile acids, for enhancing intestinal or systemic immunity. You know, it's about the microbiota, so maybe probiotics may be helpful. Remember, remember that 70 to 80% of the immune system lives in the gut, so our microbiota are definitely at impact or of impact here. Recent research suggests that the use of food-grade and probiotic lactobacilli to reduce the absorption of heavy metals, ha, may be a safe, simple, and affordable solution for reducing exposure. Now, here's an interesting example. Lactobacillus rhamnosus was shown to reduce heavy metal bioaccumulation in a Tanzanian cohort of women and children. The authors hypothesized that Lactobacillus rhamnosus could sequester the heavy metals lead and cadmium, thereby reducing their absorption across the intestinal barrier, the intestinal epithelium. So that particular probiotic and other lactobacilli significantly reduced the amount of lead and cadmium in solution at all concentrations that were tested and exhibited these binding profiles over a 48 hour period. Now in this in vitro study, means meaning done in the lab, this lactobacillus rhamnosus was able to significantly reduce the translocation of lead and cadmium in a particular model here. I won't get into, I won't get lost in the weeds in here for you of the intestinal epithelium. Needless to say, they found very, very promising results in this lactobacillus species. I know that lactobacillus rhamnosus is also used in genital urinary health, especially in women who may be prone to yeast infections, UTIs, urinary tract infections. Okay, let's talk about nutrition. Specific nutrients and dietary patterns have been investigated for their neuro 
protective effects from reducing inflammatory markers and severity of symptoms to improving outcomes and quality of life. Nutrition, of course, is an essential part of an individual's personalized clinical intervention for any type of neurodegenerative disease, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's included. So therapeutic food plans, eating foods that help to support pathways in the liver for healthy biotransformation, which is detox and elimination, right? So it's important to support detox pathways, number one. And you know, all of you who are finding your latest influencer on social media who is not a qualified health practitioner going on some kind of a juice cleanser fast, you're not going to detox while just drinking fruit juice. You need all kinds of other micronutrients, vitamins and minerals, as well as amino acids. The building blocks of protein, you're not going to get that in a fruit juice. Oh, I did this juice cleanse. I feel great. Yeah, maybe for the three days that you did it. But if you did it for a month, you're not going to feel so great, I promise you. You're going to be lacking critical nutrition. So supporting detox pathways is very, very important. And research suggests that a diet rich in antioxidants like fruits, nuts, vegetables, and spices and a low consumption of alcohol may lower age-related cognitive decline and lessen the risk of developing neurodegenerative diseases. Remember, people, alcohol is not healthy. It's still a neurotoxin. Take that, Mediterranean diet. (laughs) So you want to be careful of that. I'm not saying be a teetotaler, but some, you know, you don't want to go too far with it. You don't want to go too far. More recent research supports the role of B vitamins, vitamin D, folate, polyphenols, omega-3 fatty acids in neuroprotection and reducing the risk of cognitive decline. And additionally, cooking methods should be considered as some procedures can generate potential toxic compounds like advanced glycation end products that contribute to the aging process and neurodegenerative diseases. But you know what really contributes to advanced glycation end products, AGEs? That acronym is so apropos, isn't it? Because it ages us, it rusts us. It's high blood sugar. What causes high blood sugar? A junky diet, a sedentary lifestyle, eating processed food. It shrinks our mitochondria to eat that way. You want to support the health of your mitochondria. You make exponentially more ATP than you do with a, with a carbohydrate-burning metabolism. A high-carb diet, low-fat diet, is not in the best interest of your health long-term. A processed food diet, junk food diet, certainly is terrible for your health, Right? You want to support the functioning 
the health and functioning of your mitochondria. This is critical. You do that with a high-fat, low-carbohydrate diet because when you're supporting your mitochondria, you are indeed supporting the metabolism of your entire body as well as your neuronal function, your brain cell function. Remember that a hallmark of Alzheimer's disease is the accumulation of those beta amyloid plaques. Those beta amyloid plaques are actually a function of the brain's metabolism. But when you're metabolically working well, those beta amyloid plaques are able to move to, to not accumulate in the brain. They're able to to come out of the brain as they're supposed to. It's the accumulation of it that is the hallmark of Alzheimer's. Otherwise, those beta amyloid plaques are meant to cycle through, not accumulate. They are meant to cycle through as part of the normal metabolism of the brain. How do we achieve that? A higher fat, lower carb, whole foods diet, a good healthy lifestyle. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In. This is Intelligent Medicine. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward 
to being a collaborator in your healthcare.